Titi Lokwe Fadari here. I'm back again at your airwaves to share some unforgettable moments in the outgoing week right here on Premium Times Podcasts. In commemoration of this year's Women's Day, President Muhammad Ibrahim released a checklist of 50 women in his administration. He called them the Buari's women. Hmm, I like that. The Buari's women. By the way, where is Aisha Buari? This question has dangled in the mind of the nation since last year when the First Lady moved the headquarters of her office to the abroad. And much that some cynical Nigerians said she clearly deserves being awarded the Diasporan of the Year. But as a caring mother that she is, she finally spoke to Nigerians after months of silence. She urged authorities to end the incessant adoption of schoolgirls. One wonders how better she could have told that to the president directly in the other room had she been home. Although it's unclear when our first lady will return home, what is clear now is that she can now send remittances back home and get 5 naira for every $1 she sends. Thanks to this CBN's Naira for Dollar scheme. Hurry, Mrs. Worry, while stock lasts. The promo ends May 8th. Meanwhile, states began to take delivery of the consignment of COVID-19 vaccines after the president, the vice president, and other officials around them took doses of the jab. Ogun State was the first to receive their own share. Others have been taking theirs too. Curiously, will Kogi State Governor, I mean Yaya Bilu, whose knowledge of virology is struggling to breathe, as he continuously denies the existence of the COVID-19 that has killed over 2,000 Nigerians, also get the vaccines for the Kogi State people? How will they be administered? Who will take responsibility for their delivery? <sighs> well, let's keep our fingers crossed. We had barely recovered from the recovery of the over 200 schoolgirls kidnapped from a school in Jangebe in Zamfara State when another group of criminals struck the Federal College of Forestry in Kaduna State, kidnapping some students in the early hours of Friday. That's four large-scale abduction in the space of three months. By Friday noon, the Kaduna State government said that after the Nigerian army opened fire against the armed bandits, they successfully rescued 180 persons, some of whom had sustained injuries, but 30 others are yet to be accounted for. Where will this stop? Isn't this terrorism disguising as banditry? Isn't this enough pointer for the government to rethink its amnesty plans for the criminals? The government's actions in the next coming days will answer these questions. In Kano State, Governor Abdullahi Gandhiji told us that the All-Progressive Congress has so far registered about 2.5 million members in the ongoing membership registration and revalidation in the state. Wow, that's huge. That's about a quarter of the state's population. Of course, you would rule out recording that figure beyond the governor. His integrity is stainless. <laughs> okay, so but hope the 2.5 million persons do not include the 1.4 million unemployed 
or the more than 55% of Kano State people who live less than 377 Naira daily. Over to you, Eminent Governor Abdullahi Gantuje. Nigerian workers over the week had so much to grapple with. The nation's trade unions protested against the bill by federal lawmakers to remove minimum wage matters from the exclusive list to the concurrent list. Simply put, the bill seeks to take the responsibility of determining minimum wage away from the federal government and hand it over to state governments. While the sponsor of the bill, Gaba Mohammed, said the bill will ensure devolution of power, Labour believed it was intended to put a fast one on workers because many states are yet to meet the 30,000 Naira minimum wage. No sooner had labor unions retired from the streets than the government drew the next blood. Fuel price was jacked up to 212 Naira. Well, of course, filling stations quickly complied and increased their pump price. But the federal government would later apologize for the hike. And in sports, it is obvious that this season's Champions League is not meant for any of your goods. Yes, I said that. It is now in the hands of Lions and Tigers because Lionel Messi's Barcelona and Cristiano Ronaldo's Juventus have been dumped out. And with a round of applause, shall we welcome Haaland, Mbappe and Cole to the next round? Shout out to Yusuba Kinkwelu for being a part of this production. Anticipate more interesting updates from this corner every Saturday. I will be at your doorstep again next week. I am Titi Lokwe Fadari. <laughs>